please come on the stage now. We are honored and delighted to have you both with us today. Now, I would like to request Shri Prithul Kumar, Festival Director, IFI, and Managing Director, National Film and Development Corporation, to please come on stage and felicitate our dignitaries. Yes, we have. We have got a big jinx. I think 15 years ago, IFI came. Thank you. And Bani uh, has been inviting me for the past 10 years consistently. Thank you for not giving up. <laughs> I can't. Har baar meri shooting ho rahi hoti. Par badi khushi ho rahi hai ki is saal mujhe aane ka mauka mila. And that I'm doing a session with Bani. We actually started our careers together. So this is very special. Hi everyone. A big round of applause for Vidya. And we will call V square, Vidya and Vani. But no one is not a good thing. If you play with your heart, it will be very good. Hi, Sudhir. Hi. Hi. Hi, Sudhir. Thank you for being here. Lots of known faces in the audience. Lots of friends. Lots of friends. Lots of people who have been a part of our journey. Yes. So, let's start from the beginning. Our beloved Chembur girl, you know, grew up in Bombay. Uh, was so connected to the arts, very much in your school at that time. And the first role you pick up, which everybody remembers is, a girl with my kind of glasses and hearing aid in her ear. Hampaj! What a memory Let's start from actually playing a role which physically, you know, almost looked like, you know, had a hearing aid in her uh, ear. और अगर हम आसपास की दुनिया देखें, हम अभी भी विद्या बहुत सहिष्णु और कंपैशनेट नहीं हुए हैं उन लोगों के प्रति हुए हैं स्पेशल नीड्स। सो लेट्स स्टार्ट द जर्नी फ्रॉम देयर। एक्चुअली जर्नी तो उससे पहले शुरू हुई एंड दैट्स हाउ आई नो वानी बिकॉज़ बिफोर हम पांच we were doing a show together. I did four episodes and then I went away. Because shooting was very far. I couldn't handle it with college. I was studying at Xavier's. And yeah, when Hampanch happened, I think when you talk about... I definitely think there is more awareness today. I think Covid has proved that there is a lot of compassion in us. But we're all going through our own struggles in life. So a lot of times I think we end up not having that much to give to another. So I don't want to judge anyone who doesn't have the compassion, but I definitely think we're a more empathetic world today than we were a few years ago, a few decades ago. We've definitely come some distance. We'll always feel like it's not enough, but I think I always like to see the glass half full. I think that's a very big quality to have. Because we constantly look at the world around us with that glass ceiling that we are going to talk about it about today. लेकिन वो half glass full करने की जो पूरी प्रक्रिया है, that's also very long Vidya, and you're one of the first women who's actually broken it. Globally, when I go and talk about women in cinema, I always start with you. 
And I start with you. No, I do. I do because a very big propaganda industry has been for years. Some of the remnants will be there, and that's a global trend. If the protagonist of a film is a woman, first the thing was it will not get produced. It won't get financed. It will never get made. If it gets made, it will not find its release. But you broke into the scene. You know, heroine entry. You broke that glass glass ceiling. You did dirty picture, and everything shattered around us. Let's look at those little pieces of glass which have broken that patriarchy which existed in those narratives. Firstly, thank you. But I have to say that I think the biggest credit for this. Bani must go to Ekta Kapoor because you know it is the business of cinema, and every buck matters. So you know people are very conservative when it comes to investing money in a film, which is why historically, since we've had male hero-led films, it's easier to invest your faith and therefore your money in them. But she had the guts and the gumption to say, "This is a story I want to tell." She's an unconventional. um i i don't know if you could have even called her a hero but you know she believed she was a hero and she decided um to to put money you know to, to put money on this film and of course then i think i was at the right place at the right time i don't think i've ever believed that being a woman is a limitation so yeah i was doing certain kinds of films but i would always it, it was not like some um it was not like a burning desire ki i want to prove to the world that even women can lead films nothing of the sort but there was that desire in my i think that fire in my belly ki kitna maza aata agar you know i could be the hero of a film and i think kainat ne sun li you know and things started falling into place i literally was at the right place at the right time but i have to say that vani i don't believe that while you know i am credited for being the face of this change and i'm very grateful for it it is a work of everyone before me every female actor who even did the so called inconsequential roles that has brought us to this space it's their frustration it's their angst it's their desire for more all of which has propelled us which propelled us further to reach a stage where we are now telling women stories also the world around us changed right so women are now taking center stage in their lives therefore we are okay to see a reflection of that on screen we are not just wanting to see them as sacrificial mothers or you know uh, the all bearing um the, the the wife who bears puts up with anything for her husband or her, uh, you know or a daughter who's extremely pious who allows us herself to be judged we're not being defined by our relationships with the men in our lives anymore we are our own people because we are our own people that's what we're seeing in cinema that's why we are willing to go and buy a ticket and watch those films on screen also but you're being very simplistic about it my dear friend it was a complex biopic let's also look at who you were portraying right you were you were portraying literally a scorned woman who was constantly judged for who she was we really need to know more about that journey what was it to play this sudden star who stood for a certain kind of portrayal you know for the kind of work she did and the extremely uh, complex 
and so much of judgment attached to you know who she was tell us more about playing that role i think i was very excited at the prospect of getting to play silk and but i have to tell you that the first time milan lutria came to me mujhe laga ki galat darwaze pe to nahi aa gaye because i couldn't believe that someone would actually offer me this role but uh, i was there was you know this uh, burning desire to do things that people couldn't imagine i could do but i knew i could do so i was thrilled to bit when the film came to me i said yes instinctively it was only later when it started making news that there were some people who who told me are you sure you know it's going to ruin ruin your career it may actually um it may spell the end of your career because you know you've been miss goody two shoes and i said been miss goody two shoes ka kya matlab hai i've hardly done five six films you know it's not like 30 years in films and then i'm trying something different I, this is why i'm an actor you know this is why to play different women and i think i just enjoyed the process of letting go of breaking the shackles of uh getting out of my comfort zone it required a lot of work it didn't happen as easily as i thought but milan lutria and pony verma the choreographer really really pushed pushed me to just break free and that happened it was it was so liberating money and you know it was very rewarding but just as a woman also of course as an actor but as a woman i think the, the kind of acceptance that i um felt towards my body after that it's just it was a film that changed my life it really did and i'm so Talk, talking about portrayals vidya it was yes the body that you portrayed yeah which got discussed and discussed and discussed but also remember you were weaving a tale within a tale yeah you were telling the tale of somebody who was an actor and yet you were an actor who was challenging herself to you know to be able to you know weave in that tale right that kind of complexity also must have affected you in ways that you probably never envisaged Let's also uh, figure out today in hindsight when you look back on playing silk, what was that tale within a tale doing to you while you were at it? I think what it did to me is that it made me realize that we are no one to judge another, to each his own. And you know, um, I, I'm. I have to say that maybe before the dirty picture. Um, you know even i've looked at women who dressed a certain way in a certain light but this film helped me evolve it opened my eyes to the fact that this is just the the uh, superficial uh, the exterior it's a facade you know and uh, one the body is not the person and secondly what anyone does with their body is their choice I think it opened my mind up in various ways and that I think changed me it it has impacted me a lot as an actor also because you know um as a woman your body is constantly changing and that helped me realize that whatever it is it's my body it's keeping me alive and it's beautiful therefore I I began to celebrate my body because of the dirty picture it was it was tough i remember 
there are various things, right? One was just, for me, the biggest thing I think was just uh, having to wear the kind of clothes that I've never worn in my life. I was someone who didn't wear sleeveless. <laughs> you know, I, I was a, um, I was a plump girl growing up, so I was always very conscious. And here, I was bearing, bearing it all. But also the, for example, the smoking. That took such a toll, you know. And again, I think we've all, uh, we all have certain, you know, stereotypes embedded deep in our consciousness. And I, you just realize that it doesn't matter. It is, we all have habits that affect us. As long as it's not affecting the world, I think firstly it's okay. There's a lot more that people need to do to change about themselves, about their behavior that can affect the world if someone wants to smoke. I don't endorse it at all, but I'm just saying. But you know, we tend to, especially women smoking, we judge them so harshly, even today. You know, I know. So I think um, it, it just, it made me more accepting of myself and of just all kinds of people around me. Most importantly, all kinds of women. The same timeline, imagine you have done two diametrically opposite roles. You did Parinita, which was set in the mountains, that, you know, the innocence, that, you know, uh, beauty and that, you know, candor in the film and something which is so harsh in its reality as a dirty picture. Tell us something about also what was the journey of Parinita and the whole country was swaying to the melody of, you know, Parinita and the songs in it that also, you know, remained in the memory and it was such a rude shock when they actually saw you, you know, as sick. Uh, I know, I think that was the image that people had of me because Parinita was such a strong image, it was almost almost made me seem like um, an ideal woman or a perfect woman is what a lot of people would tell me, not my words, but then I think which is why I, I remember when a lot of people saw the trailer, they said, what have you done? You know, there were people who said after they watched the film, they said we didn't want to watch the film because of the trailer. But when we went in for the, when we went and watched the film, we felt like, oh my God, there's a person, there's a, there's a human being beneath that exterior, you know, I think that was the purpose of it. Like someone asked me, I remember in those days, um, we're talking about 11 years ago, when the film released, they said, you know, this is, you're like using sex to uh, promote the film. Because there were visuals in the, uh, there were provocative visuals in the trailer and I was like, it was very much a part of Silk's life. Yeah, yeah, but I said, if that brings you to the theatre and makes you see beyond the sex, I will use the sex to tell the story. I don't find anything wrong with that. You are known to do very, very crazy things. You go and play the mother of, you know, <laughs> a character uh, who's got this, uh, you know, uh, syndrome. And Amitji is playing that role. Playing mother itself is one of those stereotypes which the Indian film industry has been bogged with. You know, the Ma syndrome, yeah, yeah. as we call it. Tell us a little more about that journey and that film was so unique and so touching in so many parts. That again, Bal you know, Balki. I remember when Balki came to me, I was like, what sort of a story is this? <laughs> I didn't believe it because he only gave me a nutshell. But when I 
heard the narration and then later when I reread the script, I was completely blown. Again, there was this hunger in me that I just wanted to do this role. But there was, I will admit that there was some trepidation because you're like exactly this, right? Your people tell you you shouldn't be playing mother even to little kids in films because then you'll be playing mother for the rest of your life and blah, blah, blah. And then you're going to be playing mother to a 67-year-old actor, not just a 67-year-old actor. We're talking about the Amitabh Bachchan. And, uh, you know, I was like, but it's okay. You know, what am I acting for if I don't take up these roles? I want to be living, at least trying to live different women's lives through the characters I play. And this is giving me such a great opportunity and a story beautifully told even on paper. It read beautifully. And I knew that Balki, you know, would tell the film, would tell the story really well and he did. So, but I was, I was, I think there was a little bit of, oh, you know, I hope. And with no disrespect, I was like, I hope I don't become the next Nirupa Roy. <laughs> you know, you know, because people do scare you and tell you that iske baat to, <laughs> but I have to tell you that process was so magical. It made me just realize what I'm here to do. And lots of people ask me, don't you want to write? Don't you want to direct? And I'm like, no, there are people who do that and do that very well. I want to be in front of the camera. I love it. The camera is my, my deepest love. To go on redefining things which are so structurally defined in a world around us is your prowess. Huh? You are Maharathi at it. Because you go ahead and do a film where you play, it's a bomb of a film because the biggest shock of our lives gets revealed only in the end. You play a full pregnant woman. It's an absolute edge of the street seat thriller. And Kahani became a Kahani yeah. to many, many, many women yeah. in this country. Right. What was that Kahani all about? Oh, you know, just amazing. Even today, so many people tell me, oh, Kahani is one of my favorite films and it feels so good. They narrate instances from the movie. I think it was just Shujoy's brilliance. You, know, you have the knack of always giving the credit to the other, right? No, no. Very difficult to take the credit yourself. Big round of applause for finding an actor who has no sense of megalomania in her. You know, which includes our tribe. We, we somewhere or the other become megalomaniacs eventually. I, I don't completely believe that, but um, but I, I, it's not about giving credit. I really feel that. These people gave me the opportunity to bring out the best in me at that time, which is why here we are talking about it, you know, because if they hadn't written those stories, hadn't brought them to me, we hadn't collaborated, I don't think it would have happened. It's not about any, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be humble or anything like that. I love credit. <laughs> I make sure it's quite large on the big screen. <laughs> but, um, I think it was just, I, I remember Vani, uh, you know, uh, Shujoy is one of those people who observes little things. He's like a, he's like a, uh, I, I don't know what the word is, but the way he observes things is really, it's almost scary. 
Like if a car passed by and he's talking to you here, he knows the number of the car that's just passed by. It's almost like he's a spy. <laughs> you know, so that's a conspiracy theorist at work. <laughs> and I would constantly tell him, you know, I want to see this brilliance in a script. And then he brought Kahani to me, which when it was a one line, itself sounded unbelievably good. But then um, Kahani is very special because I got to be part of the writing process. I didn't contribute in any way, but he would write every scene that he wrote, he'd bring to me. He'd bring to me and say, listen, respond to this. So I felt so part of the process. By the time I reached shoot, I think we were shooting like this because I knew exactly what I had to do. He knew exactly what he had to do. It was, it was one of the best collaborative experiences uh, in my career. And you kept playing Sleuths, Jasus, police, you know, um, uh, detectives, things which are seen as very male-centric in the centerpiece of cinema in our country. So that itself is the biggest crack in that glass ceiling, Vidya. But you know, you've constantly reinvented yourself with each role you've done. One of the things which is often asked, I mean, since I used to do so much theatre and I work with young actors all the time, how do you not be yourself and do a role is something all actors are faced with and you have constantly changed the narrative you completely transform physically you're an amazingly good looking person thank you but you constantly transform yourself one of the things that i mostly see in you is and do not judge me for this you don't you're not scared of being unbeautiful Right. right. Right? I'm not using the word ugly. That's a very big task for an actor. We are being suddenly gender neutral. We were all actresses and we were heroines and now we are actors. What is it to transform yourself to be in a character and be unbeautiful on screen? You know, um, firstly, I believe that beauty is as beauty does. So if it serves the purpose of bringing alive a character, I will try and transform myself with all the tools I have, you know, makeup, hair, costume, mannerism, voice. Uh, and I'm not a trained actor, so it's always a lot of work. Uh, but I think I'm, I get very bored as a person, um, very easily. So to constantly keep myself engaged, I have to do new things. Which is why I think I'd, I'd you know, I, I would be, uh, I wouldn't be able to do theatre. I would probably uh, be a very poor theatre actor because how do you find the truth? Do you I have disagree to completely. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, uh, I really don't have the guts to, you know, um, look for the truth in what you're doing day after day in the same material. I think I get bored very easily. So, which is why I'm constantly looking for new stories, for new. Um, for characters that don't seem familiar or sometimes they seem familiar but I haven't quite explored that aspect. So I think I'm just, it's out of sheer boredom that I'm, I'm looking for new things to do. And yeah, it's, uh, I think on screen I'm never playing myself. At least the attempt is, see I never try to not be me because it is me who's playing a character. 
Somebody famously asked Nawazuddin Siddiqui two days ago, I was talking about this beautiful film Sudhir did Serious Men and Sacred Games and Rock Romanto. And one of the persons actually asked him, why is it that most actors in the mainstream business of cinema are always themselves and here you are saying exactly the opposite, I want to be not me and someone else. Yeah, but I think the, the attempt is that having said that, I think I accept that I'm an actor who's playing different roles, right? So I, I cannot run away from me completely. But I can try and work towards understanding that other person enough to be able to at least walk in their shoes for the number of days that I need to shoot the film. But I, I think it's not impossible to do away with being yourself. I think I don't believe that that's humanly possible and I, I, I think that would be, that sounds almost uh, unbelievable, maybe preposterous or maybe a little pseudo also to me, to anyone who says that's what we try to do. And pardon me if any great actor has made any comment on that, that I'm, <laughs> you know, it, it. but I really think that that's not possible. But using the tools that I have at my disposal, I'm trying to at least walk in their shoes for a few days which means trying to live their life for a few days. Talking about being other people, there's another amazing biopic which I call The Mathematics of Life, <laughs> Shakuntala Devi. She was a very well-known mathematician, but in the film, in the journey of the film, we actually saw you within also the childhood that she had and what kind of a journey she had. Nobody knew about the complicated, complex journey that she had. How is it like to play somebody who was a who's an iconic figure and globally is seen again mathematics not being attached to women? Right. It's a very male-centric domain, and she just burst into it and you know uh, broke so many things around it. Yeah, but she was called the human computer, you know, and uh, this is obviously uh, not made up. It is real. She's a real person. So women, I think, are they? I don't know where this conception comes from of women not being. Uh, good at maths because actually women handle households and you know there you require maths more than anywhere else. Um, so also our finance minister, <laughs> you know what more proof do you need? So I think, um, but what I loved about this story is that it was not a conventional biopic. We keep talking, she was spoken about as a human computer but people forgot that there was a human in there. They began to, a lot of people said, you know, but we would have liked to see more of the mathematical genius. But I said, for that, you can watch a documentary on her. Right. You know, here we were exploring who she was as a person. And we had access to her daughter's version of her life, you know, which is the closest one can get to. So I think it's, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the fact that beneath this brilliance, this almost, she was almost, it's all, I think it's almost, you feel like it's humanly impossible, right? And she did, she made that possible. She was, there was no one like her, she was a wizard. And here you are humanizing her. I loved that process. Humanizing her is a very interesting uh, thread into what I want to ask you next. You've always played, played detectives who are not turning, 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 turning. They are very ordinary, regular looking people, 
regular looking women and I think somebody uh, inspired by teen and you know all the other roles that you played uh, wrote a very big article I remember reading where uh, they said she's finally normalized being a detective. Oh really? Right? Wow. You know the eye spy syndrome. Right. What is it which goes into the transformative reality of playing somebody who's going to be a sleuth or a detective or those kind of things which are again you know, uh, which are not a James Bond and not a Pink Panther. Yeah, because there is no, you know, you, you don't, uh, you don't have a James Bond and you don't have uh, a Sherlock Holmes, you know, there is, there are very few female detective stories that we've seen on the screen. I remember on television there was, uh, oh God, I can't believe I'm forgetting, Miss um, Marple. Yes, Miss Marple, yeah. So Miss Marple was probably the only one and there was Kitty to Karamchand but you know largely it was the men who played detectives because only men were really doing that job. But actually if you see all around us women know what exactly is happening in the neighbor's house <laughs> down the street. We are better detectives than you know we give ourselves credit for so I think we are better qualified to do this job we are naturally you know our instincts are quite attuned to the job I, I think it was just uh, yeah so you didn't have any dhacha to you didn't need your detective to be you know suave or stylish or macho or you know whatever or ultra sexy in this case or whatever it was just people who were quietly doing their jobs you know for example in Bobby Jasus it was just this local girl who was who found that she was good at doing the arithmetic of, in the cases and she started doing this and making a living. And Niyat, which unfortunately didn't do well but again it was such an amazing film. Thank I totally you. loved it and you were this uh, you know grumpy uh, you know CBI officer yeah. who you know basically <laughs> scorns at everything yeah. and uh, again looking at that Niyat and also Jalsa. Yeah. I mean Jalsa was another film I think uh, uh, was another crack in another ceiling because we had never seen you know a woman play the kind of role you know you played in Jalsa. Vidya you are constantly breaking so many molds. Yeah and, and molds which have been uh, so structured, so entrenched societally, sociologically there is almost a politics to it. That's how I look at it. Um, that's a scary word for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you do know that the empirical idea of you know actors being followed by a large mass there are so many women and men who follow you you know in the country. They always want to know what Vidya Balan is doing next. So what exactly is Vidya Balan doing next? I don't know as a matter of fact. <laughs> I've uh, only been reading material and you know listening to narrations. Uh, but I haven't decided what I'm going to do next. There are a few ideas that I've liked that are under development. But I'm enjoying this time. I'm reading again and I'm listening to music again after almost a decade I think. So and I'm just... I'm, you know, it's giving me so much perspective on just what I do also because at, sometimes when you're constantly working, you don't have that perspective. You know, you need that little distance and uh, yeah, I, I know that I'm dying to do a comedy, honestly. 
because I'm just I love doing comedy and I'm, you know people don't seem to we like all comedy. Remember so Hampanch, yeah. right? <laughs> we do. <laughs> and um, I, there aren't you know everyone who comes to me uh, brings me invariably an intense or you know a thriller story but I'm like you know bring me something that I can laugh to and that I can make people uh, that will make people laugh so I'm I'm hoping I'm waiting for that comedy but yeah I think uh, exciting times ahead honestly I don't want to speak too early but what I'm going to ask next you're not going to kill me for it because I received some very special requests okay. for you this morning while I was boarding the flight from Delhi you sing beautifully and very no, no. Few, few people know about it. So, give up friends for one round of applause for having Vidya sing to us today. I think she does, she's trained. She's trained in <laughs> I'll tell you the story. Dance. I trained in classical music but if I didn't give up, my guru would have. So, <laughs> Vidya, so there are so many gurus in the audience waiting, you know, to own or disown you, let them decide. No, this is a very special request. I lip sync beautifully. <laughs> you can play a song and I'll lip sync to it. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know. Let's sing a song to I me. really am not a good singer, but I'll sing. What the What should I sing? Huh? No, no, Ami Ji, you are all very complicated. Be bole is easy. क्या क्या कह रहे अब बजा दो मैं गाती हूँ साथ साथ पियो बोले पिया बोले क्या ये बोले जानो ना जिया डोले हाले हाले क्यों ये डोले जानो ना beautiful thank you with that you're very kind thank you देखो उन्होंने भी ताली नहीं बजाई अच्छा कैसे नहीं बजाई ये देखो This wasn't playing to the gallery though. <laughs> Vidya, before I open to the house, I've always wanted to ask you something. Very recently, I saw an Insta reel in which you said something very important and it goes a long way as far as we women is concerned. You said, when we meet someone, we say, Oh, how much weight have you lost? Do we even realize how hurtful we can be to people and the sensitivities which, you know, uh, are attached to? And these are real portrayals. I'm not talking about on-screen cinematic portrayals. We go through this each day. What would you say to all the women who are sitting in this audience today when it comes to, you know, how they are seen, how they are judged, and what kind of portrayals, you know, go along with them? Forget about how they are judged. How do they judge themselves is what is important. Fantastic! You know, I think when you look into the mirror, how do you feel? And if you don't feel good, that's okay. We are all human. We have good and bad days. But fake it till you make it. Tell yourself that I love and accept myself a little more every day and it really works. Because you know, it is... We women have... A bodies our bodies have formed such a large part of our identities, right? So, uh, it is anything to do with the body, if it can bring honor and shame to a family, if you please, it can definitely, 
you know, destroy our confidence when someone comments about it. You almost feel like if you put on weight, you feel like um, you're undesirable, you're unworthy. If you've shared weight, then you suddenly feel like maybe you deserve a little more in life. And it's ridiculous because your body is what is keeping you alive and it must be honored at all costs. You know, I learned this very important lesson a few years ago because I've had my struggles, you all have all known it, it's been very, you all have seen me through the years. But I realized that I was only sending hate towards my body. I was constantly saying, you're not what I want you to be. And therefore, I was constantly falling sick. Thankfully, there were little niggles, there were small issues, but constantly falling sick, Vani. And I, I started working with a healer 12 years ago and I realized that wh what are you doing? You know, the very thing that's keeping you alive, you are abusing the very thing that's keeping you alive. Just hali mein khate Exactly. So I started saying, I started saying, okay, I'm thankful to my body for keeping me alive. I'm thankful to my breath, blah, blah, blah. And slowly I started believing in it. Initially I didn't. I started believing in it and it's been a game changer because today, however I wake up, I feel good about myself. And when I don't feel good about myself, I tell them that it's okay. I tell them, no, I tell myself that it's okay. Tomorrow is a new day. You know, let me live with what I'm feeling today. Sometimes your body also expresses your emotions. Sometimes you're tired, sometimes you're angry, sometimes you're jealous, sometimes you're hateful, sometimes you're whatever, you know, hurt, sometimes you're fearful. All of this expresses itself in various ways. But that doesn't make you a bigger... I had begun to feel small in my bigness. You know, and that is ridiculous. It was almost like I was cowering. And, but the one thing I have to say, Vani, and I thank God for this, when I face the camera, none of that matters. It, my size has never mattered to me when I face the camera. I love the camera so much. I trust the camera so much that I believe that it will always bring out the best in me. Fantastic. And what a message to give on a very important day, you know. We constantly say that we celebrate women, but we have to first celebrate ourselves yeah. so that the world will be there, you know, to, you know, look at us for what we are. Thank you so much, Vidya, for that message. And that is something which will go a long way you know, in so many uh, the portrayals that you see, the way women look at themselves, I think that is so important and thank you for that message. So before I open the house to questions, two house rules, do not give opinions, please. So I want to ask you, what do you think is lacking in this consciousness? I'm very glad that people are finally waking up and you know, we are so very aware of whether it's the body talk or the gender talk and but I think there is still something lacking in the consciousness in the industry also because even, so I'm a writer and even behind the camera I see that the percentage of women is very very less. So coming to the glass ceiling is not just limited to the roles we play, right? I want you to tell me in your experience what do you think is lacking in that industry right now regarding this consciousness despite so much talk that's preventing more women from being behind the camera? Time, Avirupa, because change does not happen overnight, it happens over time. And where we did not have any women on set today, we have, you know, at least 2%, 5% of a unit comprising of women, I think we've come a long way. 
We cannot hope for it to be 50-50 overnight. But the change is underway and we must appreciate that. I know there is this, we all now want more, right? So we feel frustrated because we are not seeing, uh, we are not seeing the world the way, or the world is not the way we want to see it. But we have to be patient. We have to just keep pushing. We have to just keep believing in ourselves and keep forging ahead. And not let any of these so-called limitations stand in the way of where we want to get. I don't see any lack, honestly. I, if at all, I'm saying, you know, we, we have come some distance and we must appreciate that. Thank you. It's a very good question and I also it's a dynamic space. It will, you know, continue to resonate as the journey moves on. And we are not halfway through, yes, but you know, the dynamism what will what, yes. what we keep us in. Absolutely. Um, normally, my spouse and me don't agree on much things. But as today, most spouses don't. <laughs> but today, uh, both our observations were uh, quite common. We have been in this uh, IFI since uh, 21st of uh, November. And uh, a number of in conversations we have seen and number of films also we have seen, not only Indian films but foreign films as well. And her observation, she only mentioned it to me and then I said yes, this is mine also. She said that uh, there are so many foreign films, their directors, their actors who are mi mixing with the pe audience, people who are roaming about. But our Indian actors, they are not, they only get chance in, in conversation and that too on stage and mostly they don't connect with the audience right but uh, there were two or three in conversations also i can name them mr uh, vijay setupati was there huh? then mr sunny Deol was there then uh, today the lens were there they were very much connected with all of us right right so and you have been saying that you have you love the camera yeah what about the audience <laughs> I love the camera because it is my medium to the audience. It is the instrument that connects me with the audience. Um, having said that, sir, I will say one thing in, um, you know, uh, I just feel that it's not easy for Indian actors to be out here. I'll tell you why because we'd only be taking selfies with people. There would be no conversation. The conversation can at least happen, even if it's one way, it can happen like this. But if any of us were to really be amidst the audience, unfortunately, today it's only about selfies. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, thank you. Namaskar. As we all know, the Bharatiya Sanskriti is a film and the Bharatiya Cinema has given us a lot of things. Ensign films and today's films. There is a lot of work in the society of the Mahilai actors. So, when we talk about the old films, we have given a lot of Mahilai actors. They have given a lot of Mahilai actors today. This is a big deal that is glamour. Are we saving our Sanskrit or are we going to copy something in the world? So, what do we give to our society or country? मेरा कहने का तात्पर्य सीधा सा है कि कुछ मूवीज़ ऐसी हैं जो महिला प्रधान भी होती हैं और इस प्रधान भी हैं लेकिन उनके वेशभूषा और जो जिस तरीके से फिल्मांकन है उसका कहीं न कहीं समाज पे 
कुछ असर जरूर पड़ता है तो आप पहले की फिल्में पहले भी महिला प्रधान फिल्में थी कुछ फिल्मों उनके भी संदेश होते थे बाकायदा वो एक अच्छे कॉस्ट्यूम्स में थी लेकिन आज बड़ा परिवर्तन है मुझे लगता है कि संदेश देने का काम हम लोगों का नहीं है सिर्फ पॉलिटिशियंस का है <laughs> हम यहाँ सिर्फ मनोरंजन करने बैठे हैं ये मेरा मानना है अगर मनोरंजन करने के साथ साथ हम आपको किसी भी विषय पर सोचने पर मजबूर करें अगर आप घर जाके उस विषय के बारे में सोच सकें तो ये हमारे लिए जीत होगी पर और हृदय परिवर्तन फिल्मों के द्वारा हो सकता है समाज परिवर्तन का जो भार है हम उठा नहीं सकते क्योंकि हम भी आपकी तरह समाज का हिस्सा हैं यू नो एंड आई थिंक इट्स फिल्मों पे ना ये बहुत अच्छा स्मोकिंग लोग फिल्मों से सीखते हैं दारू पीना लोग फिल्मों से सीखते हैं अश्लील चीज़ें करना फिल्मों से सीखते हैं फिर जो अच्छी अच्छी बातें फिल्मों से सीख फिल्म में सिखाती हैं वो लोग क्यों नहीं सीखते थैंक यू एंड परिणीता इन सो मेनी वेज वॉज ए इनसिक्निया टू दैट वी हैड अ गॉर्जियस पीरियड ऑफ थर्टीज फोर्टीज एंड फिफ्टीज वी वर टॉकिंग अबाउट सरचंद चट्टोपाध्याय वी वर लुकिंग एट स्टोरीज लाइक बंदनी एंड साहब बीबी और गुलाम एंड देन वी सडनली वेंट डाउन हिल विद्या दिस नॉट अबाउट मोरालिटी बट द कॉन्टेंट यू नो एंड आई नो सुधीर हेट्स दैट वर्ड कॉन्टेंट बट इज हम छायाकार हैं चित्रकार हैं फिल्मकार हैं हम वही रहेंगे बट वी सडनली वेंट इन टू सम काइंड ऑफ अ वॉर्टिक्स एंड लिटरली विथ योर काइंड ऑफ फिल्म विद्या वी अगेन यू नो कम अप एंड द प्रोटेगनिस्ट इज यू नो अ वुमन एंड शी इज telling her story what happened to us in the middle i mean women were not uh, being seen in society which is why you they were invisible in film it's as simple as that fantastically it's because i don't believe that films have uh, the power to influence society i believe society influences films yeah yes my question to you is i've known also the struggles of breaking out coming to accepting yourself and all of that what were the challenges that you faced like i mean i have interviewed uh, shobhana samarth back in the day and i remember her holding a cigarette in her hand was epoch making you know it reached the cover of a magazine i wrote for savvy but over a period of time like uh, there were people who didn't have women's washrooms i have a cousin who was a locations manager here in goa and she used to tell her regale us what tales do you uh, recount such challenges that despite which you know you rose and i know you have this philosophy of glass half full so i mean uh, how did that help you overcome and uh, surmount the glass ceiling no i think for me uh, like i said it wasn't a conscious decision to break the glass ceiling or i didn't see the glass ceiling honestly <laughs> in my mind's eye it was always uh, i just saw the sky <laughs> so but uh, i will say that you know there were the films when i came into the industry they were male led hero male hero led films right and there was i i really felt like oh my god you know we had meena kumari shabana azmi rekha and i'm not having a g at the end of it because when we talk about them we you know with due respect uh when we talk yeah, about them we take their names <laughs> and you know uh, jaya bhaduri you mentioned so many of them hema malini they've all played Uh, Shri Devi, 
um, Smita Patil, you, Tabu, I, I can keep going on and on and on. They've all played substantial parts in films. Uh, so there was this, I was like, but they, they you know, it, invariably it was said that every female actor had one or two of those films or maybe a couple of those films in an entire career spanning God knows, maybe a decade or whatever. But I would be like, you know, why can't it just be the mainstay? Why can't women just be doing substantial roles of all kinds? Not just serious intense, but even fun and I think maybe the world was moving in that direction, therefore I had the desire in me, you know, which is why it all aligned and we moved forward together. But uh, what were the challenges? So I think it was only that, that I was, I was feeling like, oh, but you know, I'm not doing anything exciting in these kind of films, in the male hero-led films. And, but the universe responded <laughs> with great opportunities, so I'm not complaining. And about, you know, not having loose and things like that, I think um, today the situation is far better. Yeah, far better because we have more women. Yeah, and also, you know, we have uh, uh, the Bosch committees on every film. Every production house has a responsibility to have a Bosch committee on every production, and people are carrying that out. Guys. No, I meant it. See. I meant it metaphorically. Okay. okay. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I only have time for one you. last question. Ma'am, I'm Dr. Prayag. I'm a wildlife veterinarian. Uh, we're very happy when you did Sherni. Yeah. Uh, my question is, ma'am, you had a reference when you played uh, Dirty Picture or <clears throat> you played uh, other role of Sharana Devi. So, what are the reference of a DFO you had? Because my wife is a DFO oh. at that time. Now she's CF in this one and she worked in wow. we both worked in Satyama Tiger Reserve, which got best Tiger Reserve country. Right. All the preparation went through and we should do more of that kind of uh, conservation role. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, people ask me questions about conservation now and I'm like, Listen, I only played a role. <laughs> I mount lines that were given to me. I have a little understanding of the subject, but not too much. But I did meet some uh, forest officers in Mumbai. And I also read a couple of books. Um, and those were my references because we didn't have, I didn't have access to too many people, but they were very helpful. See, this is very interesting that people start to believe you are what you portray on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that becomes a reference point, you know, forever and ever. You won't and, believe and it. After Mission Mangal, every time there's, <laughs> there's a mission from ISRO, they ask me for a bite and I'm like, please. <laughs> Vidya, may you succeed and thrive and may our tribe grow. And also keep breaking the paradigms which have been set forever and ever and ever. Because what is such a thing that you have to do with the paradigms that you have to do with the Keep going and keep growing. Thank you so much. Asman will be part Thank you so much, Asman, Asman, <laughs> you so much friends, you for being here. I know you're full of questions, but we have paucity of time. second indicate the argument should continue, and that's where the debate lies. Yes, thank absolutely. you so much. Thank, thank you, Bali. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much, Miss Vidya Balan and Miss Vani Tripathi Tiku, for this engagement.